Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 168. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Fighting. We're here each and every week, with the exception of maybe last week. And the week before last. And the week before last. But and, the week, and, and the week before last then too, at least for me. Well, and I was I think I was there that week. Yeah. But anyway, normally we're here on a weekly basis to talk all things Apple that interest us. We're just going to put it plain and simple. If you happen to be a brand new Mac user, we would love to take in your questions, your comments, your 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 frustrations with how things work. Uh, we'll try to do our best to help you through the process of transitioning into what we like to call ourselves as Mac snobs. Sure, I don't think I'm as much of a snob as I used to be. Not as you used to be. I, I I would agree with that. Hey, a couple things real quick. Um, one of the things that just recently happened is I had a, a client of mine or a student, I guess you will you could say, uh, for my podcasting A to Z course, and I think she is just on the verge of buying her first twenty. Well, first of all, I think her first Mac, but she's going to buy that twenty-seven inch brand new iMac. Mm, quad core goodness. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm a little jealous to be honest with you. <laughs> I think I'm going to wait until uh, perhaps I think I'll wait until the lion comes out and it's been out for six months and the the very first refresh of the 27 inch iMac that has lion built into it. That's when I will upgrade to lion. I wonder if anybody will be able to convince me to upgrade to Lion before then. Why wouldn't you now? Why would? Oh, Chris, come on! We've had this. How many? Come times? on! Yeah, we, we've we've been. Lion's talking. gonna be awesome. Lion, of course, is gonna be awesome. But the, it, we're gonna have the same problem with Lion that we have with every other iOS or not iOS, every other OS upgrade. Speak but, for yourself. I never have problems. Oh, I could go back in the archives, Chris, and probably find two or three things that you said that didn't work. I doubt it. I, I bet you I could go through the archives. I don't have time to. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty vanilla <laughs> when it comes to to uh, my issues. You're, I don't do anything weird with my computer. That's true. That's true. But, um, you know, I mean, it's third party software, you know, ones that aren't made by Apple sometimes are not necessarily right out of the bat, fully functional with the new OS. That's just how it always is. And I happen to use a lot of oddball, very unique uh, software written by people who just needed a piece of software to get the job done kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes it takes a couple. It takes at least a couple weeks, uh, and and I know that I'm not alone because there are, there are typically and, and I'm gonna I'll predict it right now. There are gonna be running websites. People are gonna create a running page that will give an update of like a listing of all the software and their compatibility. Oh, um, I remember that lists. from back today. Yeah, yeah, and and so like sometimes it's you know it could be Photoshop that's not working or. 
Uh, Maybe there was an app or two because I remember checking that list out. Yep, I, I remember you having one or two pieces of software that didn't work with uh, Snow Leopard. Apparently, it wasn't that big of a deal. Or no, it wasn't Snow Leopard. It was Leopard going from Tiger to Leopard. That was that was the a big pretty one. big jump. Yeah, that was a Leopard big jump. to Snow Leopard. Not that big. Yeah, but but Snow Leopard to Lion, I think, is going to be big. Could be. We'll find out. Uh, that's a good. That's a good segue. We'll find out on um, on Monday. On Mon- is that June 6th? It is June 6th. Wow. I cannot believe it's happening that fast. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, it, you know, it's like Christmas again. I heard Steve Ballmer's giving some kind of talk that day, too. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares about that? Yeah, <laughs> Apple released a press release yesterday saying that Apple CEO Steve Jobs and a team of Apple executives will kick off the company's annual Worldwide Developer Conference with a keynote address on Monday, June 6th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Now, here's where things get interesting, Cliff. All right. Here's the next sentence. At the keynote, Apple will unveil its next generation software, Lion, the eighth major release of Mac OS X, iOS 5, the next version of Apple's advanced mobile operating system, which powers the iPad, iPhone, and iPod Touch. And then it ends with this one, an iCloud, Apple's upcoming, upcoming cloud services offering. And this they're is pre-announcing something. They're pre-announcing iCloud, which the, and and of course, I mean, we assumed Lion was coming. I mm-hmm. think we all pretty much assumed iOS five was coming, but iCloud is something that until this press release has only been rumored, and this is this is uncharacteristic for Apple because this is stuff that would be shrouded in a cloud of of you know, I don't know, uh, secrecy. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, I don't know, man. It's, I think this is going to be a very, very excellent keynote. I and, and the fact that Steve Jobs is going to be there is is news in in and of itself, which I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, the stock got a little bump because of it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> what was that? Three? No, ten dollar jump. Yeah, something like that. Ten dollar jump. So, anyway, um, I'm I'm pretty excited about this announcement um i'm i'm eager to find out what on earth they feel like that i'm missing now in in uh the ios notifications better notifications do you think it's coming have you heard rumors i've heard rumors and that would be i haven't heard anything specific but i've heard notifications and uh notifications and system-wide at least system-wide twitter integration i heard the rumors about the system-wide twitter integration and i don't know that i really all that much about that well here's what i'm thinking is that you can get you know but along with the new notification system you'll get notifies on twitter without having to have twitter installed yeah i I don't know i still use boxcar and i like yeah i think i think boxcar is good for certain things but i think for like i think this is gonna this is gonna be pretty sweet okay well i mean i'm not gonna i mean obviously it'll be a feature that you can either use or not use but with somebody like me, I, I I don't I can't imagine that they're going to have multiple user account you know logins. It's same I had the same problem with my YouTube. It's like oh it's system wide. It's automatically uh, included. Hold on one second. All right. And, All right. Ugh, put my headphones back in. And he's back. Uh, we have a, a paper that gets delivered, and it was collection day, and the dogs wanted to eat him for breakfast. <laughs> nice. All right. So anyway, what I was saying. Uh, is the YouTube integrations kind of built into the iOS. And so I'm easily able to take a video and, and click send to YouTube. 
Yeah. Well, uh, well I don't know about you, and, and I'm sure there's some easy way to do this, but uh, I need to figure out how to go in and unset up my, you know, my one, you know, I have two different YouTube channels. I have one that's, you know, under Cliff EOTC and now one under Podcast Answer Man. And I don't know which, how to, how to, you obviously can't, you know, have both in and say, okay, which one would you like to do? It just, I would I, consider you an edge case. Exa- well, okay, maybe. But I, I'm just saying, so that that's why Twitter integration just doesn't, it, okay, sure, that's cool. Yeah, for someone like me, I consider myself kind of pretty much an average user. You know, I think, you know, that kind of stuff works for me just fine. But if you have multiple accounts, like I said, you're, you're an edge case. Exactly. All right. So, <laughs> so what were we saying before that? We were talking, oh, so iOS, what would we like in it? Um, for me, I, and, and I heard a little bit of talk on this. I don't know which show it was, uh, but I would love to see a, you know, iCloud kind of uh, be built into, uh, into the new iOS 5 and have iOS 5 have sort of like a, um, a file system, you know, a, a standardized, centralized file system. You know how Dropbox is kind of integrated and everything like that, and it yeah, syn- that, syncs I, I, to the web? I would, yeah, I think we may, we may have something like that. I would love to have localized iCloud storage on my iOS device that is automatically synced with my iOS cloud in the in the cloud. I don't think it'll be localized. I think it'll just you'll just be on the iOS cloud when yeah, you do it. And I don't want I, I could care less about that because here's the thing. I wouldn't want to use Dropbox if I was if if I, I could not rely on Dropbox ha, um, for files. Like for example, uh, I just went to Blog World in New York. And every time I got like some kind of document with a confirmation, I just printed it out as a PDF document and I dragged it right into my Dropbox folder. And mm-hmm. then I opened up the Dropbox folder and, and of course it syncs a, no, does it sync a copy? It should. Oh, yeah. I think it syncs a copy. It'll actually download a copy of that PDF document into my iOS device. I don't, you know what? I'm talking about that. And now I don't even know if it does it. it. it yeah. And it, it may do that. It just may be one of those things where it's like, you don't even have to think about it, you know? Yeah. But I, I, I do want to think about it. That, that's the thing. I want to make sure that if I lose access to the cloud via the net, uh, for example, I'm in the, you know, the, you know, the smoky mountain somewhere. And then all of a sudden I want to pull up this document uh, I want I want to know it's there, or if I want to save something, I want to save it to my localized file system and know that when I get back to an internet connection, it syncs it back up to the cloud. That I don't yeah. that I don't have to think about that. So I want a localized version of whatever happens. Well, here's the thing: it's it'll be it could be localized, but it, you're not. It's not going to be very clear. You know what I mean? It's not going to like to a normal person it's going to not be any different. You're never going to get like a file system on your phone. That's never, ever going to happen. Yeah. And, and that's something I would like to see. Yeah. I would, I, I would love to be able to see it to where I can go into one application and hit save and it saves it to this, to this folder or whatever. And then I can go into another application and immediately go and open that document I just saved. Yeah. And, and that's probably what we'll have. We'll have something like that, but it won't be like, a file system in the traditional sense. It'll be like, that'll be your iCloud or whatever. And you know, it'll have like, it'll be like a universal clipboard kind of thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a whole file system as long. I, I just want a localized folder that, that has content, even if it's just like a, my, you know, a documents folder. Yeah. It's and, kind of, 
iOS kind of does that sandboxed now. Like certain, a like you know, like bit. if I have a mail app, you know, I can I can move it over to you know iBooks or something, right? You know, if I have a PDF in my mail or something. So there is some kind of there is some of that, but it, they're they're kind of segmented off into their own little worlds. So we may see something. Um, actually, it, it, funny that we mentioned that. Um, they just updated uh, GarageBand for the iPad. Okay. And uh, one of the things that they offer a new functionality, you can paste an audio file from an app that supports copying audio to the clipboard. So we're starting to see a little bit more file system type things work across multiple apps. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and that's what you kind of need. I mean, if, if we are to expect, especially when it comes to the iPad, if, if we're ever to become like post-PC and have these become true post-PC devices, then I think that you need the ability to do a little bit more than copying paste. I mean, just imagine how long we went on these iOS devices without copy-paste. Yeah, I think... And now, we'll and now we need something a little bit more beefier for for saving and moving documents from one program to the next. Yeah, and I, I think iCloud will do that. It'll just be under the guise of it storing it to the cloud. You know what I mean? Yep. It'll just be kind of... Yeah. I, I hope so. I hope so. Apple, Apple will make it elegant and awesome, so... So, I mean, obviously there's talk of music, you know, Google's doing the music thing. You've got, uh, who else is doing the music thing recently? Uh, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. So there's obviously a lot of talk and it's all speculation at this point as to whether or not, you know, how that's going to work. If it's a subscription service, blah, blah, blah. I mean, do you have any, do you have any desires one way or another on that one? No, I got uh, an invite today to the uh, Amazon or the, I'm sorry, the the Google music service. Uh Uh-huh. Which is fine, but you know, from what I'm hearing, it takes days and days and days and days to upload a, the physical copy of your disc. And what 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 I'm hearing is that Apple's secured licenses from the from the major recording companies. And the thought is, let's say I have a Pearl Jam CD, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of taking that CD or, or taking the, the the whatever's in my iTunes and uploading it to you know their their data centers in North Carolina iTunes will look at my my thing and go, okay, Chris has this disc or Chris bought this or, or whatever. And instead of, of copying it up, it'll it'll just be available on their servers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that's what's going to really differentiate this from all the other ones. You won't have to upload it; it'll just look at your iTunes library and then just mirror it. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, and, and I'm not sure that I'm really all that impressed with with you know an audio service right now, but. I hope to be potentially, you know, won over by it. You know, I, well, I am, I, I'm a paid I, subscriber of Pandora and I love that. I almost considered audio, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was when it came down to it and it says, okay, now it's time to pay. I'm like, eh, no. Well, it depends. Pandora is kind of about discovery and it's kind of like, you know, it's a radio station. Yep. You know, you say what you want. Audio is like, I want that disc. Boom. I don't have to pay any extra because I pay monthly. I've got it now. Yeah. So it's kind of like having it, it's. Well, if, if iTunes Ardeo, does that. Ar- yeah. Audio is kind of like a, uh, an all you can eat buffet and, and Pandora is like chef's choice. Yeah. You know, no, that's, that's, that's true. I mean, now if iTunes is going to allow their entire library of music to be a Spotify, you know, kind of where I can listen to whatever song or album I want anytime I want for a mm-hmm. flat fee, then I'll be excited. 
But if it's all about just, you know, seeing what songs I have and then immediately making them available for sale or and then all of a sudden anything new I purchase, then all of a sudden I can stream it anytime I want without half. I mean, that that, that just doesn't excite me. But if yeah, it's, people are people have been like, well, when are we going to get when are we get, when are we going to get Spotify? You yeah. know, <sighs> RDO is Spotify. It's just not free. Well, and, and the thing is, RDO is missing a lot of albums that, that iTunes does have. And so that's yep. why I'm saying if, if... Mog is apparently the one to get. Mog. Yeah, I've heard a lot about Mog as well. Mm-hmm. Leo talks about that one a lot. It's got more music. But but the thing is, is I'm, I'll tell you what I'm really interested in is with this iCloud is I've, I'm hearing rumors, I'm not sure if you've heard them, about the fact that TV shows are, and at least uh, movies being potentially a part of iCloud. Yeah, and I was talking about that yesterday to someone. I said, wouldn't it be cool, you know how they're talking about looking in your iTunes library and saying, okay, you have this disc or, or you have this music, right? What if you could pop in a DVD and iTunes looks at your DVD and goes, okay, Chris owns that, boom, instantly available streaming. Yep. That would be hot. That- Won't happen because movie companies and the record companies and stuff can't see the forest through the trees, but that would be awesome. Well, you know, it, what would be cool is I, I don't necessarily need it to do that. But what I would like to do is is be able to just stream the movies. Now, they did this with movies for a while where, you know, you you would rent a movie and you could start playing it within like two or three minutes mm-hmm. and it would play it while it's downloading the rest. Well, I can't do that with the TV shows when I'm buying them for some reason. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure that'll change. And so I would love it if I could actually just go in and say, OK, now I want to. Um, I want to, I've got this brand new episode of Dr. Who. I want to be able to just stream it mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and the other thing that I'm hearing a little bit about is the fact that, you know, that this iCloud's going to, you know, not only is it going to be doing some interesting things with, you know, integration into Lion and bringing that integration into the iOS, but also integration with the Apple TV, which of course, at this point, I still don't own one. And if they do something interesting with iCloud and and start to bring some more stuff to this Apple TV device, I might be interested in such a device. Yeah, yeah, I, I would love app type stuff applications for the Apple TV. That would be awesome. So I guess we'll find out all this stuff on Monday. Yeah, so, it's all uh, speculation now. So next week we'll have more information to go on for sure. Yes, sir. All right. So iWork is uh, has been available on the iPad for quite some time now, and they just recently made those applications universal so that uh, if you already paid for them on the iPad, you can now go in and install them on the iPhone. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I have pages and Keynote now on my on my phone, which is weird. So you can. It, can you? I would never type a document, but you know, it's nice if if someone sends me a document, I need to make a change. Yeah, the thing is, though, I mean, could could you run your keynote a keynote presentation off your phone now with like the uh, doc, you know, the 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 VGA adapter? Yes, or the uh, HDMI adapter. Yeah, really? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? That would be cool. <laughs> it, it would be very cool. And I wonder if they, you know, remember how the first keynote came out on the iPad when it was displaying on the monitor? You didn't have a local a local display. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll have to hook it up and find out. I don't have a cable to do that though. I've got the cable. I just don't know where. <laughs> Actually, no. It's in my it's in my briefcase. So. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. All right. So Apple releases a security update. Uh, Mac Defender is no more. 
Tell us what this is about. Yeah, there, there was an update that happened yesterday. I, I, I downloaded it today. And what it does is it if you if it detects the signatures for this Mac Defender malware, it'll quarantine and remove them for you. Here's the cool part. Now we're kind of doing a cat and mouse thing. So you know they're going to make changes to this Mac Defender thing that'll, you know, that that you know Apple won't be able to detect it now. Well, under the one of the big changes the security update did is if you go to security under uh, system preferences in the general section, automatically checkmarked is something that says automatically update safe downloads list. So uh, Apple, according to this, is going to check daily for updates to the safe uh, downloads malware detection signature list and install new signatures if they're available. So Apple is built in effectively malware detection that's going to be constantly updated. So, and and of course, does this this necessarily brings up the point that Okay, now PCs are not the only ones, only systems that are vulnerable to malware. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I'm not worried about it. I'm never going to install a virus software on my Mac. No, I, I, I don't imagine that I will either. But then again, I wasn't all that concerned about installing virus software on my PC either. But... The I, I guess the I I guess the you know the balanced approach you know a por- uh, part of me wants to say this that before it was kind of like wow I could get my mom and and my you know my mom and dad a Mac and I will I won't have to worry about them being bogged down with malware whereas now it's like oh well maybe I do need to worry about that of course the thing is is I could actually give them a computer and and have the administrator password and not give that to them mm-hmm. so that they don't have access to it and then then they're safe but if they yeah have, and then tell them to only buy only get software from the mac app store too yeah and so and from that point then then they're fine but now when you buy mac so- app software you only need your itunes username and login you don't need your admin password do you no nope. there you go but if you do Apple updates, then you do need it. You do need it. Right, right. Okay. Well, I, I guess the thing is, though, is, is that, you know, we hear a lot about how, you know, the market share of, of Apple is growing. Uh, the, you know, the fact that the, the millions of Macs that are being sold. I mean, we're becoming a much bigger needle in, in the haystack, if you will. Yeah, I'm still not worried about it, though. I, I, I still, I still I think know that we're not worried about it. I'm thinking know, about the I, brand new Mac user. Even if I was still a brand new Mac user, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. I really wouldn't be. I, I'm, I'm starting to say that I'm a little concerned for the people who are so easily duped into typing in your password when something comes up and it looks like it's real. I mean, sure. I, I mean, the, the, the thing is, is, and that's the thing. This Mac Defender, it's, it's like the number one call into apple care now i mean it, it's it's just swamping them though i mean literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people who got duped into installing this mac defender malware they they thought this was an official mac defender program to to protect their systems and it looked very real and they typed in their password and installed it and boom there they've been they've installed malware on their computer that seemingly is harmless and now is going to be automatically removed, but I think this is just the beginning. Is well, what and, and and that's the thing is that this this new security update that they put in will every day automatically check for new for new updates. Yeah, so that's cool. I like that. Yeah, 
All right. So I, I don't, but, I don't think it'll be a, that big of a deal. No, I, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I just think that we are in the place where, you know, we're becoming big enough out there that people, that virus and malware writers are going to start writing for the Mac. All right. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on. All right. Wired magazine. Do you have, do you have your digital copy? I do. And it was painless and awesome. They sent me an email yesterday that said, Hey, Chris, you can now get the digital version for free. Here's your, you know, plug in your account information in the app and then you go and download it and it works great. Now, I have never subscribed to Wired Magazine. What is it about Wired Magazine that you get in there that you like so much? I like the, the long form articles is what I like. You know, most of the re- reviews and stuff like that I can do without. But, you know, there's, there's interesting stories. You know, there was one, there was a couple stories a few issues ago about, uh, you know, this guy who uh, decided to just go off the grid and see how long he could be off the grid and, uh, and still, like, make it. And he, like, changed his name and all sorts of stuff. There's other ones about, like, high-tech heists and things like that. So there's big in-depth articles that I really like. And what's cool about the Wired... Uh, iPad version is there's you know there's video in there there's um, little animations and things like that it's just a, a, it's kind of like what I thought the future would be for magazines when I was growing up so is it I mean is it all geeky kind of stories is that what it's all about oh yeah absolutely okay I've I, I've just never have I mean I obviously hear a lot of stories and and Wired magazine is the reference for said stories so you can get a dead tree subscription of Wired for ten dollars really. Yeah. $10 a year. Yep. Wow, that's not bad. And then you get it for free on the iPad. Yep. Hmm, interesting. Cool. Uh, so you're liking it, and and that's great. I, have, I might check that out. Do you get it free for a while, and then then you can decide? I think you can download one, ep- one issue for free. Cool. I might do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I have a brand new piece of software. I heard about it a lot on, um, on Twit Podcasts. And it's called PDF Pen. Have you heard about this? Just on the on the podcasts. Well, they they talked about it enough to where I was tired. Basically, what happened was I would be getting you know people would say, "Hey, I need to have you fill out a W nine for me so that we can write you this check." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay." So I would print out a W nine, and I would, or actually, I'd fill it out with the text based stuff. But then I have to print it out to sign it, and I would take a picture of it with my JotNot Pro iPhone application. And that would take the image and turn it into a PDF document. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes just the the picture is is not the best clarity and stuff like that. And it just didn't look as professional as that, what I wanted. And I kept hearing about this PDF Pen Pro. and Or P- PDF Pen. I don't use the Pro. I use the regular PDF Pen. And I bought mine from the Mac App Store. Unfortunately, I, I would have loved to have given... Uh, the credit to this week in tech, but here's the problem: this week in tech, it you have to go to whatever their you know software or site is slash twit and sign up through there, and then that's how Leo they track whether or not your sale came from Leo. Well, mm-hmm. the thing is, is I wanted to buy it from the Mac App Store so that I can easily one click install and also have it on all of my other Macs. Right. So that kind of, you know, that kind of runs into some issues for people who have these, you know, sponsorships and, and affiliate programs and stuff like that. But with that being said, I, I installed PDF Pen and I love it. 
some things that I do, like for example, I have, um, I have, I send out a lot of invoices via QuickBooks Online. And so mm-hmm. I print out their PDF or I print out their invoice as a PDF document and I, I send it to them. And oftentimes my clients will pay me either via, you know, my virtual terminal uh, or my PayPal account. And so therefore I have my VA reconcile that separately from everything else. And so oftentimes what I have to do is I go in and I void their, I void the invoice as if that I never sent them the invoice and then the payment actually gets applied. It, it all works out in the end. But the thing is, sometimes they'll say, hey, can I get a paid receipt for that? Well, before I'd, I'd have to actually say, okay, well, I could either go in and unvoid that, put all the amounts back in and then mark it paid and then revoid it. That was option number one. Or option number two, I have a template that I set up in pages and I'd have to recreate the entire thing manually in pages and then you know give them a paid receipt. Or now with PDF pen, I actually took a transparent image of a paid stamp and now I can drag and drop the word paid as a big red stamp on there. <laughs> and I can actually take and type in text that says, thank you for your payment. And then and, and copy and paste in the receipt ID, uh, ID number. And and then I basically save it out and and it's still a PDF with the new information on there. And and boom. So basically I take the 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 invoice that I sent them earlier. I just re-download that put the paste, you know, the the stamp, the paid stamp on there, put the little text on there, hit save, and now I just change the file name to, you know, biting invoice paid.pdf. That's awesome. And now I can send it off to you. And of course, um, I also went into Photoshop with my, uh, I've got a bamboo tablet, and I went in and created a transparent image of my signature. And so now on my W-9 forms, I, I can type that up and then I can just drag and drop my signature over to the signature line and then, you know, size it down to fit the right spot. And it looks as just as though I just signed that thing. And and it's, it's beautiful. PDF pen, it's $59 in the Mac App Store. I love it. Love it. Sweet. It is awesome. Oh, and one other thing that it does. Um, it allows you to drag and drop other PDF documents in to make it one PDF document. So, for example, some I and, and this is really cool because I was in New York and I was processing people's or, equipment orders while I was in my hotel room in New York. And normally I print a lot of that stuff out, but I didn't want to. So basically what I would do is I would take your order and I would have a spreadsheet, a printed out spreadsheet normally uh, that would be paper form. Well, I printed that out in landscape mode and then I would have your invoice in portrait mode and and all these would be separate PDF documents. Well, in, instead of having all these separate PDF documents, it would be biting.pdf and I just drag and drop all of these PDFs into one PDF and it and it, it preserves the the original layout, page layout. It is ugh, it's awesome, dude. It sounds like you really love it. I do really love it. It's PDF pen, totally worth the $59. Go get it today if you own your own business and find yourself needing to do a lot of PDF document work back and forth. Yes. Cool stuff. And it does so much more than that, but that's all I'll say. The other thing <laughs> is is that um, I don't know if I mentioned it before I left for New York uh, here, but I, I know I mentioned it on Business Tech Weekly. I bought the Mophie juice pack plus for my iphone 4 
It's uh, available for $99 on Amazon. I got a link to it in our show notes for this week. But anyway, Mophie Juice Pack Plus, this thing is awesome as well. Um, I don't know about you, Chris, but have you ever gone away for a, you know, a day out you know, on a, a business trip or anything like that and you're using your phone like crazy to check Twitter and use Google Maps and all this other stuff and about 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you're, you get the 20 or 10% warning level, you notice. Mm-hmm. That, was, that happens to me all the time when I go to pod camps and, and stuff like that. Well, I knew I was going to New York and, uh, and so I got this device I plug in my iPhone and it it actually has a pass through. So it, it actually has mini USB uh, for cool. charging. Uh, but then it has a pass through so that when it's plugged in to your computer, uh, it, 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 it's actually it'll still it'll sync your computer through the Mophie juice pack. Oh, that's sweet. So that's good. Uh, the other thing is, is that it's got, uh, it adds, I think it's between eight to 10 hours of, or six to 10 hours of battery life, depending on what all you're doing of additional battery life. So you can actually um, turn off the juice pack so that it's not actually really connected to the phone, even though it's still in the case. So mm-hmm. I, here's what I was doing. I was using my phone all day like normal. And right when it got down to 20%, I turned the little switch on on my Mophie juice pack and it's as it, it was it's just as if I just plugged in my phone into the wall outlet. Nice. And so it, get, it, it you hear the little sound it goes twink, you know, and and now it's plugged in and as I'm going through the rest of the day, my battery meter percentage is going up until it reaches 100%. And then it stays at 100% for like about an hour and a half. And then finally it runs all the juice out of the Mophie. And then my phone is like fully charged and goes all the way back down to zero. But I mean, I think think at one point I had a total of like 14 hours of battery life. That's crazy. And I mean, this isn't like just standby. This is is hardcore using my phone all day (laughs) long nonstop. And, awesome. and, and oh, by the way, taking tons of HD video as well. So <laughs> the, the Mophie Juice Pack Plus, absolutely love it, $99. Um, and of course, Stephanie's got an iPhone 4 as well. And I had it down in Tennessee and Stephanie's phone was like, you know, she's like, oh man, my phone's dead. It's like, I'll tell you what, just give me your, give me your, peel off your case and hand it here and here, put your phone in this. Mm-hmm. And she put her phone in that in my, in my case, I took her case and and she, I switched it on, and about about an hour later, she was at 100%. And I said, okay, here, hand me my Mophie back, and I gave her a case back, and she was good to go. Nice. It, I love it. It's awesome. All righty. And then, Chris, you've got an ultimate gadget that you want to share about, uh, talk about. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't on uh, two weeks ago because I was involved. Well, three weeks ago. I wasn't involved. I was involved in a car wreck. Ouch. And I called you and I said, I am not going to be on the show because I wrecked my car. Right. And it turns out that my car was totaled. I saw the picture. It did not look too good. I'm glad that you were not totaled. Yeah. And my back hurt for a few days, but it's fine now. That's good to hear. So working out is good, is good for kids. Yes. So I decided to get a new car. And I decided on the new 2012 Ford Focus. Now, did let me ask you this. Did there, you know, did all the talk that you hear about on Twit, did that have anything to do with your thoughts on getting a Ford? It absolutely did. That's awesome. I love that. 
I even emailed Leo and told him, and he emailed me back, thanking me. That is very cool. Yeah, he thanked me. He said, uh, "He said that he was hope you're okay from your wreck." He said, uh, "He's going to pass it along, and that uh, that he's going to get the Ford Focus next too." <laughs> but, so, what, uh, so what'd you get? You got the Ford Focus SEL hatchback. Yeah, it's a five door. Uh, the SEL is like the middle package, so it's got like a you know leather wrapped seats, alloy wheels, and all that stuff. It's also got the Ford Sync. Now it doesn't have the My Ford Touch. But it's got something called My Ford, which, you know, it's like dual screen. I got one color screen like in front of me. And that's like the odometer and all that stuff. And then I got another screen that's all the sync stuff. And it works great. I got a 32 gig uh, USB flash drive plugged into uh, the USB port in the center console. And uh, it's got all my music, all, all except the, the DRM stuff. Uh, but I've got like 5,000 songs on that. And then I've got stuff on my, you know, stuff on my phone. Uh, travels over bluetooth right and, and that's phone and uh and music and stuff too so i can listen to like you know stitcher radio or any any kind of podcast program via bluetooth and i actually called you on my way home via it oh was you were talking on the phone that way yeah i was talking wirelessly through my car that's awesome it sounded did good it so- did it sound good it yeah sounded it talked, really good talks to me i said hey call call cliff ravenscraft and it dialed you up and it's good stuff, man. It's beautiful. It's race red. It's like super bright and uh, shiny and awesome. Too cool. It's the most expensive gadget I've ever bought. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> glad that you liked it, and uh, I'm I'm just glad that you were okay. You, you called me. You were you were a little late this this evening, and you were, or actually, you were getting. I guess going to be a little late. And so you called me, and I'm like, oh no, Chris has called me from the road again. I hope he didn't have another accident. <laughs> No, just kind of tell you I'm gonna be a little late, but yeah, it's it's a great car. Um, I never thought I'd have a, a Ford, and uh, yeah, man, it's got it's nice. It's super nice. It's like super European, which is awesome too. Very cool. Well, my friends, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Help. I got a Mac. So glad to have Chris back, and uh, we'll be back next week with a, probably a lot of your comments and questions, and not to mention our thoughts about all the things that Steve Jobs shared with us here in christmas in june (laughs) yeah it's gonna be awesome it is going to be awesome we know that for sure and i'm gonna predict it right now there's gonna be a one more thing that wasn't on there and i think it might be the iphone 4s okay i don't know if it's really gonna happen but i'm just gonna predict it now just so i can say i told you so (laughs) okay (laughs) anyway folks thank you uh oh by the way i just want to say real quickly uh gspn.tv slash plus if you want to help support the content and community of gspn uh we're here on a weekly basis and we give you each and every episode away for free not just of this show but all the other shows over at gspn.tv slash shows again you can find out more about that at gspn.tv slash plus and also want to say thank you to those of you who have noticed the Amazon links on the side of the show, of, of the uh, site at gspn.tv and gspncommunity.com. Uh, those of you who have been using it, we've noticed we got a nice check from Amazon this morning. So uh, thank you for using uh, Amazon and starting your search uh, from our site. Uh, we do get credit for that and uh, just want to say thank you. Until next time, my friends, we will be back and we encourage you to join the community. 